Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows are those two bad boys of rock and metal. B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s. And today, playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests, and much more. So grab a beer and turn it up. It's time for the Headbangers Vault. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Headbangers Vault. I am the B1 Bomb. And I'm the Smuts, everyone. What's up? And tonight, me and the Smuts are taking a journey. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do a spotlight on one of our favorite bands. You guessed it, Journey. And one of the biggest bands in the world. Yeah. Still to this day. Everybody loves Journey, so we knew we had to do a podcast on these guys. Actually, a two-parter. Yes, two it's parts. A, it's a big one. Yes. It's going to cover a, a lot, lot of history. Maybe a lot of stuff you guys may not even know about yep. Journey. There's some stuff I dug up that's going to surprise Sweet. us much. Oh, nice. This is going to be a big road trip here. So everybody strap in. We're going on the journey. Looking forward to it. We're going to give a little brief history on Journey. Okay. Everybody knows about these guys. Pretty much knows about them. They were formed in 1973 in San Francisco. Yep. And... They include former Santana members Neil Schoen and Greg Raleigh. And Neil Schoen, he started in Santana when he was like 15 years yeah, old. He was a young guy. He was like a guitar guru. Yeah. And a stallion. He quit school. Yeah, he was a great, great guitarist, still is. Yes. And still doing it. Still kicking it. They were originally called the Golden Gate Rhythm Section, but probably dropped that pretty quick. You know, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, that's not a good name. So they kind of developed a unique kind of jazz fusion style for their first album. And some afterwards, we'll play a little bit of they that here. More, they were more of a, uh, of a lot of guitar solos. A prog rock kind of. Santana. Yeah, you can hear that influence big time on these guys. This is off their very first album, self-titled, by the way. Not Steve Perry on vocals. He is not even he around not at this the point. the original lead singer. He's not here. Some this, people may not know that. This was released in 1975. This is called Greg, Of A Lifetime. Greg Raleigh. Greg Raleigh on vocals. He's on vocals. He doesn't sing on all of them. Some of them are just instrumentals. Right. A lot of them. It's really progressive rock on a lot of this stuff. little bit of this here i really like this album just because i like some of this prog rock stuff okay, yeah i kind of dug it i wouldn't listen to it all the time but yeah i just i don't know it, I'm, it's good i'm not saying it's not good i just never really got into it a little pink floydish kind of i'm not like a huge santana fan either yeah i like some of his stuff in the some 70s it's good not, i don't know it's very talented and i'm just yeah. I never really got into it. I'm, I'm more of a Journey Steve Perry guy. Yeah, that's when they broke really big. 
Yeah, stuff's kind of cool. We can't listen to it every day. And, and these these albums, who are they signed by? Were they signed by Columbia, Columbia Records. Yeah, I was gonna say Columbia. Um, and they just didn't sell a lot. No, this was not radio friendly. It was not. This is called. This is a little instrumental called Hootik. Whatever that means. This little little funky song right here. I guess they had some instrumental pieces that didn't make it to this album. Okay. Including a demo of Charge of the Light Brigade. Oh, wow. That would have been an interesting one. Sounds interesting. But it didn't make it. Yeah, this is some, some pretty intense stuff. We're going to do a little fast forward right here. Because we can. I just listen to the smuts. It's, it's intense. I, I gotta admit, I don't know if I've ever heard this. Seriously. I mean, yeah. I'm just gonna admit. A little rough here, but here we go. Drums kick in. Yeah. You like it because the drums I, are killing. I like it. I like it. Probably many of you listen to this podcast probably have never, ever in your life even heard this stuff. I haven't even. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah a little, little different. You know, maybe check it out. There's a few cool songs on here, actually. Kind of dug it, but it's not for everybody. So then in 1976, Journey put out the album Look Into the Future. About the same kind of format a little bit more jazzy songs okay yeah it's still just columbia records is like hey you're not making us any money they weren't making much this is kind of their own thing they wanted to do couldn't get on the radio still nope this was kind of an experimental approach to some of their songs you know it had a beatles song on it called It's All Too Much This is how she makes me feel alright Pretty good though That's straight 70s Yes it is This one is called I'm Gonna Leave You. Somebody must have had some personal issues with the ladies. This is a good tune right here. I do like this one. Little Greg Rolly Keys going there. Yep, they probably were. Kind of got the days confused feel to it. Yes, it does. Cool car. Yep. Smoking a J. Probably were. Partying at the Moon Tower. 
And you know, back in the 70s, this prog rock music was pretty popular. You had bands like Yes and Emerson Lake Palmer and a big deal. This stuff was big back then. Yeah, huge. I think these guys are trying to follow that a little trying bit. Trying to, but times were changing. Yeah, they were. And then in 1977, guess what? They're smuts. They followed the same formula. Still doing the Prog rock, straight seventies sound. Kind of changing up a little bit, a little though. Bit. But this was the last album to feature Greg Rolly as their main lead vocalist too. Because then a legend was brought in, and then things started to change a little bit for Journey. Their manager, Herbie Herbert, wanted a little change. Yeah, because he knew they weren't selling. Label. Yep, they were getting mad, and they're like, yeah. You guys got to do something. They were we getting mad. On radio. Yeah, they kind of still kept their jazz fusion, but they kind of changed up a little bit in this one. Not a whole lot, but I guess here's a fun fact: all the songs on this album vanished from the band's live set list after 1979. Mm. And then there's two songs on here that have never been performed live really? from Journey. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this is good. I mean, it's just, yeah, that's these are the songs of the time. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Here's a good one. This was on their box set. This is called Nickel and Dime. I thought this was kind of a sweet song. These guys just weren't selling the yeah, albums. They weren't making money. And they were handing out money. Record labels, <laughs> yeah. They weren't getting them back. Record labels don't like that. Well, that's just, you know, and, and the amazing thing is, it's crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's... But they had a good manager. Yeah, they did. Herbie Herbert. I heard a lot of talk about and that guy. started studying. I think they went to CBS Records. Yes, they did. Then, okay, I'm just throwing this off the top of my head here. And, uh... He listened to several demos to find something different that yep. would get these guys on the radio. And he heard this one guy. Now, before you go there, okay. though, okay. there was I'm a different guy. There, there was, was a different guy, guy before really? the big guy. Oh, wow. Yes, there was. Wow. There was a guy they hired called Robert Fleshman. Yep. And yep. he adopted a, a more popular style to Journey. And he didn't stay around too long they went on tour with him okay. they even opened up for black sabbath yeah. judas priest big bands elp but i just don't think i was just getting excited about the next guy because i <laughs> love that guy now here on the headbangers vault the b1 actually has a tune oh wow with a robert fleshman on it oh wow this was on their box set too my first time hearing this also it's just called for you you can kind of tell they were looking for a vocalist for this guy's range. Just listen to this real quick here. You guys, good. That sounds like maybe you kind of reminds me of Kansas. A little bit. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's getting a little bit more journey right there to me. Yep. This is the only song he recorded for these guys. It's, de- it's developing. Yep. It's getting there. So then I guess Herbie just like, man, I need to find some guy like this. Yeah. He's... And he said he listened to like hundreds, if not thousands of demo tapes. Tapes, people. <laughs> tapes. Yeah. And then they met a new guy. Uh, a guy that he said he ran into at least 10 to 15 times in his life. And really? He's like, not this guy again. <laughs> but he said he actually found this guy working. Did do a little music before Journey. Okay. Gave up on his dream. Moved back home. Was working at a chicken or a turkey farm. Okay. Mending fences. Just an ordinary dude with long hair, probably smoking dope. <laughs> hooking up with strippers. But anyway, no, probably no strippers, but <laughs> and uh yeah. And and originally this guy said, I can't make it in to talk to you. I can't afford to miss a paycheck. Okay. So then Herbie Herbert said, I'll cover your week's paycheck. I need you to fly in. I need to talk to you. And history was made. Steve Perry yeah. was born. Yes, he was. He became the new guy. Just an ordinary guy. Yep. With an extraordinary voice. Now, before we move on to the great part of the history of Journey, the B1's got a fun fact. Okay. Robert Fleshman, the guy singing now. Okay. Guess where, where he ended where? back up after this. Where is it? 1986. He was the singer for the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Oh, wow. Off his first album. Wow. Yep, you guys go back before and check Mark out. Slaughter? This was the album before Mark wow. Slaughter. Yep. Wow. So check out his first album. That's a album. deep B1 fun fact. That's a deep one, folks. So we had to throw that sucker wow. out real quick Absolutely. there. So then we're going to 1978. And guess what? Business is picking up. Yeah, this is a legendary. Picking legendary. up. First album with Mr. Perry. And his voice just hit it. Is Everything clicked. Yes, it did. Neil Shorn said he came over and they just kind of, he's strumming, he's singing. There's a great writing connection right away. Yep. Said they wrote one of their first Boom. songs. In like 10 minutes. See, that's magic for you folks. Magic. Yeah. Yep, this was a big hit back in the day. And they also brought in the famous English producer Roy Thomas Baker to produce Infinity. Yeah, this, this, this really started them. kind of had like some stacked harmonies and I, I guess that was kind of his uh, thing that he did and that kind of trademark for Journey Sound throughout the years. I mean yeah this everyone this is I mean this is Journey. Yeah. To everyone. I mean it got the yeah, I love this song. song. I love classic this freaking song. song Smuts. Classic song. I still hear it on the radio today. Oh Yeah. 
And you know what? In an earlier episode, I believe this is the song that I was talking about. I didn't even realize this was Journey for years. Really? And I'm like, Steve Perry guess like a guest on like some other band song. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm an idiot. Is Greg Rowley still singing with them? And yeah, they Greg Rowley singing. Traded vocals off with of Steve. Steve Perry singing, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot. I admit it. <laughs> and I love I, this is a great song. Yes, it is. Got to play the part when Steve comes, and that's like one of the most oh, awesome yeah. parts of this awesome. song. And this is on Infinity, right? Yes, it is. This is a great album. And it peaked in 1978. At, at number 21. See, they're moving up. The billboard. So they're starting to make some money. They're making money. They're moving up. They're starting to get closer to headline tours. And the thing is, another thing on right now in this band, before Steve Perry got hired, Herbie Herbert said, went to Neil Schoen. Yeah. And said, hey, he didn't want Steve Perry. Wow. But Herbie's like, no. You're getting Steve Perry. He's in the band. This is happening. Never doubt a guy whose name is Herb and his last name <laughs> sounds like his first name. Yeah, never doubt that guy. Because <laughs> the guy obviously knew what he was doing. Yes, he did. How about this song, Smuts? Oh, that's a good song. Kind of these two songs intermix with each other. Once in a great while, I hear this still on the radio. Feeling that way. That's yeah, a good song. This is a sweet Love song. Journey. Love Journey. Yeah. Are you feeling? Times are just different back then. Yeah. Man, it's just good. And it's no, kind I'm, of. A, I'm about tearing up thinking about it. Just a fool in the summer. Man, that's yeah. great. That makes you feel pumped up. Yeah. That's powerful. Yes, it is. You don't have voices coming in. Awesome. Powerful. Yeah, there's not there's not music like this anymore. I mean, I'm not going out there on a limb. I mean, Steve Perry is one of the best rock singers. He's great of all time. He's great. I mean, even if you don't like rock, pop, rock like this, you got to admire that guy. You got to respect, you respect him. him. Yeah. And before we move on, I have to play this song. One of my favorite journey songs i love this song kb1 i gotta admit man i'm gonna say this out loud Uh oh it's one of my least favorite journey songs oh (laughs) this is one of my favorites i can never get tired of this song and another thing that upsets me is why did these guys not play at halftime of Super Bowl when Super Bowl's in San Francisco. They should. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Did they have some... Well, I don't some even care who they had. Stupid band, yep. Some idiot. Slap journey in the face here. Yeah. What the hell? What's wrong with the NFL? A lot, actually. Well, a ton, but... We better not get into that uh, today. Don't we, even get me going. We might go off the rails. Ugh. Then I'll start going into other things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a good song. I'm not saying it's not a good song. I'm just, I don't know. This is a monster hit even today. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, I still hear this on the radio. 
Huge, huge hit. So now that Journey is established, a core following, got the lineup intact, we moved on to their fifth album. 1979, Evolution. Mm. Now, I really love this album so much. number 20 on the Billboard 200. You ever heard this intro called Majestic? Man, this is awesome. They need to play this before firework shows. Just listen to the harmonies in this. This is this is freaking awesome. No, it's awesome that the uh, keyboardist is also a lead singer. Yes, it you know, is. And you have an maybe one of the best lead singers of all time. And you got another lead singer. talented fella too. You ever heard this song here? I've heard it. And this is showcasing little Neil Sean. Yeah. I mean, trucking company i read that yeah after the tour grossed five million which today i mean okay yeah five million is a lot of dollars yeah i would love five million oh okay, yeah i can do so much with that but in today's standard i mean what would that be i mean oh, i don't know I'd, inflation is it like 50 million i'd hate to guess I, mean, I, I don't even know but it's huge yeah so you know they're making money now yeah they're making money they had a hit song on here are you going with loving, touching, squeezing? Yes, we are. That is another song that I am. The smuts don't like. I don't really like it. I don't know. I just don't know why. Yep, this is their big, biggin'. Number 16 yep. on the Billboard they 200. Finally started to chart on the big time Billboard there. And I don't know. I mean, this is. I know you're more of a bluesy guy than I am. Maybe that's it. You know, maybe that's the thing. I just, it's a good song. Yeah. I love Journey. I love Steve Perry. love all these guys, but I don't know. Just, and I love touching and squeezing. I love all this stuff. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, good thing old Nicky Lane's not here. We'd probably get the X-rated version of his take on this song. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right. Now, there was a song on here, Smuts, that I really love. Okay. This was a song that, if you're stuck in a small town like we are, you probably need to listen to this song. Okay. This is called Too Late. This was my favorite song on this album. Know that feeling. <laughs> Deep cut from the B1 bomb. Oh, I've heard this. I've heard this. This is my favorite. You know I found a valley. You know, I, you know I've listened to it. Yeah. I think this is on the box set, too, isn't it? I think it is. It is. That's awesome. I mean, the box set's awesome. If anyone wants to go out there and get, like, you know, physical CDs. stuff. Yeah. The box set is amazing. I do own that, and I've listened to it a lot. Awesome. 
And it's probably a discounted price these days. Nobody likes CDs. Absolutely. Maybe he's here with us right now. Maybe had one too many bush lattes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> close. You never know. <laughs> okay, then moving on. Going on in 1980. I mean, I just came out in 1979. Like back in the yep. day, bands didn't make you wait. These guys Capture. are why the freaking match is still warm. And they kept you they going. Kept you coming. You know, yeah. and then they're out on tour for months and months, and you know maybe that's why they had so many women problems and yeah, I'm sure they drug did problems and drinking problems and yep, they yeah. probably and then did. One of the best songs. I love this song. Any way you want it. Yep. Speaking at number twenty three on the Billboard Hot One Hundred. This is a big song. And they still play it today, and I'll tell you what. Yes, they it. do. All these songs from probably like, what, 78 all the way yeah, till mid-80s? Every, everything Steve Perry. They're playing. They play it in concert without Steve Perry. And that's, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to that here in the future. Upset. I'm still upset about that in my life. <laughs> this was their highest charting album to this point. Speaking at number eight. That's big. But then, as they're at the height of their life right now, their dream is achieved. Yeah. Greg Rawley. He quit. You know what? No. I can't do it. That's too bad. He had to pursue some other projects. He probably figured, hey, I've done all I could with this. I achieved this success, so I better go do something else. Second time in his career he departed from a successful act. Yep. Here's a little deep cut called Stay a While. This is dedicated to the smuts. Oh. Good ballad he may have not ever heard. I'd do anything to hold you. Oh, I would. Yeah, and then right after Greg Rowley left, they brought in Stevie, and this guy obviously plays the keyboard. Stevie Keys Roseman. Okay, he didn't last very long no, either. He recorded one track. Really? For the party's over, which is a damn good song. Yes, it is. On the band's live album, Captured. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah. That is real good. You can even get the DVD now. But then another legendary thing happened in tragedy. Uh-oh. There was a suggestion made by Raleigh before he left. Jonathan Kane. From the babies. From the babies, yes. And the rest is history. The rest was history. Play one more deep cut here before we move on. This is Where Were You? I love this kind of hard rock approach with a lot of their songs, real edgy. Well, and Neil, the truth is, Neil Shorn didn't really like the slow songs. He liked the that heavier. Changes later in life, but 
We'll get into that later, yes, but we will. He wanted to rock. I understand. That's why he originally didn't want Steve Perry in a band. He wanted to play a little heavier. Heavier, kind of. Yeah, I could, I could tell, see that. I'll tell you what. Good decision. He just went with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, one more play here, Smuts, before we move on. It just amazes me. I mean. A light of fire. Even their songs that didn't make it on the radio are really good. Yeah, I mean, there's so many songs you probably haven't even heard. Yeah, you go back and listen. a lot of them are on the radio. Yep. This one, I don't think it was. It's still good. I really think most of their songs could have made it to their to the radio stations. Right. I'm sure they could. Absolutely. Now before Journey moved on to record one of their most popular albums ever, they had a little stop. And they recorded a soundtrack oh, wow. to a Japanese fantasy film called Yumi. Okay, I didn't know that. Yep, this was their seventh album, which a lot of people don't even realize they recorded this. It was called Dream After Dream. It's a whole album or just one Yeah, song? it's a soundtrack. Really? It was very hard to find in the United States. I, I actually bet. found this cassette, this great record okay, store. I'll tell you right here what I'm looking at. The next album is saying their seventh album, and you're right. That would have been their sixth album. Mm -hmm. There's a little pause right there. Yeah, because they went off and performed this. Okay. And it's really know this harkens back to their progressive rock beginnings, you know. And it's really more of an instrumental album, but this is tight. This is pretty good for a movie, which bombed, I believe. Well. This was actually the last album with Greg Rowley in it, too. I'm surprised that it bombed in Japan because they love music. Yeah. They love good music. Probably at the time, the journey hadn't kind of, their mystique hadn't moved over across right. the seas yet. Right. This is probably one of their most overlooked albums ever. Most people oh, probably man. don't even know didn't this even exists. Know I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I was pretty impressed by this. I'm going to play a little bit of this. This is a pretty freaking good instrumental. It's called Destiny. So they're going back to the root. They're going back. Yep. Steve Perry doesn't sing in hardly any of these songs. He sings in, I think, two songs. The guy that pretty much, and they even admit this, made us. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) Maybe that's why the movie bombed. Yeah, I don't even think it was in the United States. It was a total Japanese. Right. This is one of the tracks with not, Steve Perry singing it's not Japanese in. porn, is it? No. Oh, okay. It's some real live movie that... Sorry my mind went there, but Ooh, I was just wondering. I didn't get it. this. <laughs> <Destiny>. <laughs> 
So we're digging very deep here, this folks. Is a very deep cut. I actually had to buy this CD as an import, and I paid a little wow. bit of money for it. Really? I think now you can get it a lot cheaper. A little different. Way different. The reason I knew about this, because I got that box set, and it talked about this. Really? That's how I found out about it. Okay. I couldn't get my paws on it until I found that cassette, you know, at a tape and record store. Right. Man, this is pretty good stuff. Wow. Yeah, you, you won't hear this on the radio. Never. You only hear it here at the Headbangers Vaults. Just imagine if Steve Perry sang for these guys when they first started out, how cool that would have been. It would have sounded kind of like this. Right. And it picks up the power of the Headbangers Vault Studio. We're going to do a little fast forward. And all of a sudden, we go into old school journey. Wait for it, folks. Wait for it. <laughs> the time machine's warping it's up. Warping back. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, no, that's pretty more, sweet. That's more Journey. Yeah. Pretty pretty hard rocking for Journey. Right. Then they also had a song called Little Girl. Oh. This was on their box set. This is how I found out about this. This okay. is the only other track with Steve singing. Play a little quick snip of this. It was just words got in my way. Girl, I'm so sorry. So I'm reaching out with hope to see you through just another day. Yeah, little, little girl. And that's some deep cuts there, Smuts. Some real deep cuts. So we're going to move on from there because now business really picks up. Oh, and wow. it picks up big. Big time. This is when things go crazy. 
This album was huge. Here we go. One of the biggest songs in the history of the world. Yes, it is. And it's still played all over the world. Number one on iTunes. Yeah, I, he, I seen that. I mean, you hear the song on the radio and you're like, yeah. Yeah. I just heard this song the other day. Yeah. And it gives you chills even still today. Sure it does. It gives me. And this is 1981. How many songs from 1981 are still on the airwaves now? Well, I can tell you right now. Three that I can tell. Who's crying now? <laughs> this one and a, the, one of the biggest ballads in the world. You know in the that of my one. Life, open arms. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. That sent them huge. It is. This it song is. sent them huge, but that ballad started my life. <laughs> it gave every rock band in the world the okay to be like, hey. We can sing about love. Yep. This is kind of a forerunner to maybe some of the hard rock hair bands, too. Some of them, probably my favorite songs of all time. Yep. And I guess this album, Escape, has been voted as one of the greatest AOR albums of all time. That's arena-oriented rock. A little love. The Smuts fun fact. Oh, we got a Smuts Jonathan fun fact. Jonathan Cain's first album, this one. He came over to Steve Perry's house, and he started the uh, keys for Open Arms. Okay. Now, when he was in the Babies, another guy you might have known, John Waite, was the lead singer. Yep, talked about him before. He kind of made fun of it. Steve good. Perry's like, what, "What's that you're playing?" He's like, "Man, I I like it." And then even in an interview, he's like, sorry, John Waite. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> sorry you didn't make millions on this song. But <laughs> Too bad for you. Thank God it happened. Here's oh. one of the Smuts' favorites. Yes, it definitely is. We had to play this one. We yes. played it a few yeah, other times in the past. Awesome. Yeah, right now, bring it on, summer. Bring it on. I love it, especially when the drums kick in right here, guitar. This is a good one. I mean, this just feels good. This album charted in a lot of countries, too. Oh, yeah. Some monster hits. I mean, they were big before, but after this album, they were like kings of the world. They were. Steve Perry even said he felt uncomfortable because when he was out in public, everyone knew him, and he just did not like that. Oh, I can believe it. Man. I would have loved to see these guys in concert oh, back in the day. I still hope and pray. I've worked with some guys that seen them back then, and they said it was just incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah, they had light, show. light no shows. And they had video screens. No one was doing that at the time. They said it was awesome. They were doing everything. I mean, they had the tour bus. They were Iron Maiden before Iron Maiden. Yeah. I mean, they had buses. They didn't have a jet. <laughs> but Nobody can have a jet but Iron Maiden. Yeah, right. Now, what about this song there, Smuts? This is the deep cut right here. Oh. Mother, Father. Oh, I've heard this. Yeah. It's pretty good. Wasn't a hit song, but it was pretty good. I think they re they redid this with 
a newer guy. Okay. Later on in life. Tune in later for that. You got the, well, it does play, but you got the ballad on there. You got one of the bestest ballads that the smuts likes. Yeah, I really love this song. That's pretty good. I mean, this wasn't on the radio, but it's still good. It's pretty good. This brings me back to many years. I remember I've heard Journey in my childhood, my teens. Even now, I'm not old yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> but I can still hear Journey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Journey. Makes and everything okay. Yes, I'm feeling okay right now. And then we had the big ballad that the smuts oh, really well. likes. Love it. I mean, this really just changed lives. I mean, seriously. And Neil Shorn said, it used to be just dudes in the crowd. And he goes, I looked out there and there's 75% women. He goes, I'm not saying it wasn't bad to look at. Yeah. Because he did not. They had to convince him to put this song on the album. Oh, I'm he sure. He want it on the album. He goes, what am I going to do? You're, play, you're singing, you're playing the piano. What am I going to do? And this I mean, is, everyone at this level has egos. I mean, I get it. So we they better convinced him and the rest is history. The rest changed people's lives. Other rock bands. I mean. Yeah, I'm sure married couples too. I'm sure. Uh, there's just people in this video. They're just hugging. Dancing. And loving it. Giving that long kiss. I mean, this is like a high school dance. This is like, I don't even know. I mean, I've, I've never probably experienced in my life. Dance to this song at a wedding or two myself. Yeah, right? Yep. You're just there. I mean, it's awesome. It's one of the best ballads of all time, seriously. There you go. You heard it from the smut. It really is. I mean, I don't even give it enough credit, seriously. I mean, every yep. time I hear it, I get chills and about tear. I'm tearing up right now. <laughs> I mean, this definitely set their bar for the ballads oh, yeah. from Journey. I mean, I don't think they could top this one. They've tried, and it's gotten close. Yeah, it's gotten real close. But I don't think it could get but, I mean, this, this close. Just, the chemistry right there, I mean, is unbelievable. Yep. So, I'm telling you what. That, so much is tearing up. We better right turn up. this down a little wow. bit here. Yeah, it's getting to me. I haven't had that many bush lattes, but yeah. <laughs> That just brings back a lot of good memories. Before we close part one of our journey, I do have one little thing I got to throw back into this. There was a little known movie by Disney that came out, and it was called Tron. Okay. Well, guess what? Little known? I don't know. I think that movie, I think they redid it, didn't they? (laughs) Yeah. Journey did the theme song and another song to Tron. I did not know that. Yes, they did. This came after their 1981 big tour. They actually, I just read that. Did that? <laughs> I didn't even know that. And the thing is, back then, these guys are touring like. 
11 months out of the year. They're not home. They were touring monster machines. You know, they're they're not home. They're gone. They're not with their family. That probably caused some Tensions kind of started flaring. Uh, Steve Perry brought his girlfriend, Sherry, on tour. He had an RV behind the bus. So, you know, not necessarily an ego, but he's trying to hold on. Mm-hmm. Even rock stars have problems with women. Yes, I mean, you. you love someone and then they just, they hurt you. Yep. Even Steve Perry. The mighty Steve Perry yeah. had troubles. Millions of women would just bang this guy, would die to be this guy's girlfriend. And this girl's like, eh, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens, Steve. We're out on tour. Hey, (laughs) even the B1 had a few troubles with a girl called Sherry or two. Well, I know the Smut, I don't know about Sherry, but I know the Smut said problems with women. I've had a few problems with some Sherry's. This is only solution. This was the actual cool song on the Tron with Steve Perry singing. Better move on from Sherry. I'm starting to. Yeah, I'm starting to tear up again. (laughs) I'm I'm having problems tonight, people. It's only going to get worse or better how you look at it there, Smuts. I don't know. It's a fine line. It's a fine line between love and hate. Yeah. So, yeah, there you have it. You guys like Tron. I know a lot of you do. If you're our age, check out some Journey from Tron. It's pretty cool. I didn't even know these guys worked Tron soundtrack. I had no idea. Probably could have been a radio song, but... Really, it could have been. It's kind of cool. It's a good song. Kind of a hidden treasure. Okay, there we have it. Anything left to throw into the vault here before we... I I don't know. Close her uh, up there, smuts. I love Journey. I've discovered stuff that I thought I knew and I didn't know. I did too. I mean, just from the first three albums, really... These guys are awesome. I mean, like, Neil Schoen, I mean, that guy is, like, guitar legend. I mean, you drop out of school at 15, Steve Perry's mending fences at a turkey farm. I mean, and he gets a call. It's insane. Manager by, well, by a band manager, Journey, and he wasn't going to go. His mom convinced him. You just can't make that stuff up. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mom. (laughs) So, yeah. You just can't. Make that up. No, you can't. I mean, Man. it's nice to see that, you know, some of these guys are just regular old people, but extremely more talented than some of us. Yep, and had a dream and yeah. went to the top. Yep. It's awesome. It's unbelievable. I can't wait to do part two. We're coming up to part two. We may even have a special guest. Just tune in. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, everybody like, follow, share, Facebook, Twitter, Everything. Instagram. Podbean, Spotify. Anything you can find a podcast on where I think we're on it. We are on there. So So. check us out. And if you like Journey, definitely check this episode out. Yeah, they're awesome. Everyone, have a great week. Keep rocking out there. And God bless. Thank you for listening to the Headbangers Vault. Bringing you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your host, B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. 
And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. Tell you what, B1, I know how I want it. I want cocaine and strippers. <laughs>